It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino Hop. I might, uh, I might suggest some some hip hop for Ben Kenny. See if he knows some other old school stuff, mm. for, so he can, I can, you know, because he does a great job. But but it's similar songs each week, so maybe I can like expand the horizons a little bit. You know, because he's great at it. He's got much better taste in music than you do. Well, so I was gonna say. Yeah. So this week, like uh, much, like light years better than you. Well, I have great taste in music. There's just I only like. <laughs> I, I would bet in my lifetime. Like, I probably listened to the same 60 songs, like, my whole life. That is so sad. Like, I would say when I put music on... Honestly, that's like, there should be, like, sad violin music playing next to When I put music on in the car, it's always, like, the same... Yeah. I think we've answered our questions here. Yeah. Yeah, My, like, rap... What a tragedy. My wrap-up music for the year. What a tragedy that is. Yeah. Like, do you you get a The amount of great music there is in the world, and you're like, yeah, nope, I just listened to these ones. I just... It's such a... I'm a creature of habit. Like, I like what I like. Thank you. It's so... It's so... I don't know. Emblematic of your personality. If you're like, I like what I like. Yeah. I don't need to venture out in the world and find things that could be great well, it was like and today, life-changing so. and amazing. But no, no, no. I don't want that because I'm good with what I know. Yeah. What I have. It's great. So it's a really, Kristen wants to really paint. growth mindset. Kristen to wants to paint there. the bathroom. And yeah. I was like, so it's white currently, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what color should you paint it? And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of like it white. And yeah, she's like, well, do. that's just because you, you don't like change. Yep. And I think that that's. With the music, that's what it is. So you and Ben can talk about new music. I'll keep listening to. Uh, Honestly, tragedy is the, the same word that eight, comes to mind. That, like, I if I had to pick life. a word for that little conversation, we said tragedy. Is well, I word. love it. Yeah, I know. It's, again, tragic, just tragic. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I do like, and we won't talk about which one because it's not ready for unveilment. But I did like the phrase that was thrown out during the break. We were talking to Ben Kenny, workshopping a take. Well, just, yeah, just an opinion I have. Yeah, I we'll like say. the idea of like I'm not ready to unveil it. Right. But, you know, I'm getting there. I think it's, it's not about music, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's get to as many calls as we can. We want to get as many Go Birds listeners on the record where they're at with this team right now. Let's start at Hour 2, where we do every single week at this time. 
And go to our other Tom in Vancouver. Tommy! Hello. How are you doing, gentlemen? Tommy, you've been white hot. Like, if only the Eagles could show up with the level of consistency <laughs> and follow through that you have with your role as the hour two leadoff man. I just want to give you some props because you deserve it. You've been doing an amazing job. Well, thank you very much. And just to, so you know the level of dedication, I'm sitting next to our son who is sitting next to his mom, and we're in the back of a cab on the way to the airport. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> that is dedication. That's like being forced into a slide Flying to Seattle yes. for the game, I would guess. Yes. Are you? Yes, we, no, yes, we, timed, oh, we timed the cab ride so uh, we'd be able to make the call. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Where are you going? Are you flying to Seattle? Is, is that right no, we there? were. You know, oh. we were going to, but then the Go Birds uh, decided to go to Dallas. And yeah. so we, you uh, were missed. So you we, were missed. Which, in know, hindsight, let me tell you, Tom, if we had exactly. made Seattle the trip and it got changed to Monday night, it would have been such a headache yeah. for us. So I'm very Although I do vaguely remember FaceTiming you. Oh, we did FaceTime. Yeah. Like, yes, we yeah. FaceTimed Tom. Yes, that was uh, that was via Drew, who's amazing. Via Drew, yes, guy. Drew's the best. It was so, late in the so, night at that point. I remember that. <laughs> that's right. No, it was lots of fun. That was actually the highlight of my um, my week. So certainly not the next. The Us next too. day certainly wasn't. No, <laughs> it wasn't. All right. So, so where are you at, Tommy? How you feeling? So so you know, I I've been listening to your arguments. In theory, the uh, the Jack uh, Elliott uh, early buy makes sense to me. However. You, you made a really good argument, James, and so did some of the other callers, including Drew, actually. The con- it basically should be treated like a consolation prize, that if they don't get the one seed, then hopefully they're going to be able to get that early buy and things are going to be able to fall as we're hoping they would with uh, Detroit and such. Yeah, I think the good news is... There's a lot of hope in there. E- well, the good news exactly. is e- either one or two, the path to the Super Bowl is there. Like, I, I don't think this is a year. And, look, I do think it'll be really tough if you're the one seed and you have to beat Dallas and San Fran if that's how it plays out. But I, I think this isn't a year where you look at it and go, man, if they drop the, here, then they're done. Like, I think that No, bo- the key is they have to they have to at least get – I think the, the thing we should be talking about the is five seed they be can't done. be the five seed because they can't go to Dallas and San Fran or Dallas or San Fran or right. San Fran or Dallas, whatever. That's, that'd be that, really tough. That'd be a lot to ask. Yeah. That's right. Now, I want to address, address uh, before I go, some, uh, something that's been bugging me as I've been listening all week, and that's that all of the incredible criticism that we're hearing. I think some of it is merited, but a lot of it is not merited. And the, uh, the criticism around the play calling, I actually am thinking that this team, this team over the past uh, week, well, in the last game, it played more like the Bills did against the Eagles, where there were some drop balls and maybe yeah. some questionable play calls, and that's why they lost. The Bills went on to beat the Chiefs. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. I actually think the bigger problem is the uh, game plan rather than the play calling. How so? Well, because the uh, because Ben can only uh, he can only call the plays that are figured out in the game plan. But in terms of the game planning, I think that there is a, an element of predictability to it. I think that there is the there's not enough mid game. The other quarterbacks, the whole league seems to be moving towards these uh, these shorter uh, shorter passes or shorter time to throw in the pocket and such. And that's not happening with the Eagles. Everybody knows what the Eagles going to do. We've talked about a little bit about lack of motion and such. I just don't. And that's on that's an offense and even on defense. The lack of disguise. Yeah, Tom, great call. Elliot, what do you make of that? Because, look, I know, like, and I know you could say, look, they've been good on offense, and they haven't said, but the NFL is all about adjusting and adjusting and changing what you see, and the NFL adjusts to you and all that. It has felt like the Eagles have not, it does feel like maybe the Eagles coaching staff has been kind of passed, and they, they need a counterpunch. 
I just don't feel that way. I know it's been tough, two tough games, but the sample size this year, in my opinion, is too big to show that. But this is the kind of stuff we were talking about prior. That like, even though they were winning games, these are the kind of things that were brought up. Yeah, you I, know? I, I guess I don't think. Look, they're fumbling the ball, and I think that's the main problem. And I also think that their insistence on getting big plays is probably also part of it. I think that Jalen likes to throw the ball deep to AJ and Devontae. On one hand, I can't fault him for that. On the other hand, like there are guys that are open underneath that he is passing up for those plays. So, you know, there there has to be more of a balance there. I am not in the camp of this offense has like fundamental flaws or that like those type of things. I do believe this offense works. We've seen that it works. The stats back up that it works. They just all have to play better. And I think the coaches probably have to, you know, maybe some things change, but I, I don't think there's a major overhaul needed here. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our guy Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? What up, Justin? Oh, man, it's a pretty good day today. Just sitting around watching a little football, a little Bengals Vikings. A little football. See, Love it. Yeah, see Jake Brown and getting planted by the Yeah, Elliot, Elliot had a great take last week when the, the Bengals were up. It was like 37 yeah. points, and Jake Browning was like crushing it. He's like... He should stop playing. Yeah, he should stop playing for the rest <laughs> he of the year. Just be done. His value will never be <laughs> go, higher. Go, go get yeah. a deal, buddy. It's like, you know what? Don't hate it, Elliot. Not a bad call. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I thought you were going to say the Bengals should look at trading Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, you didn't go that far. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't no, no, go that no, far. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, as far as the, uh, the sky is falling type of thing, no, it's not falling, but it is concerning, and the clouds are getting dark. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with the news of uh, Slay being injured and not knowing when he's coming back, uh, if it's not going to be into the playoffs and things like that, Jalen, mm-hmm. hopefully it's just like a flu, something like that. Unfortunately, Owen tested positive for COVID today. Oh, so no. All, ah, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, we're all just, like I said, hold up here in the house. I'm just sitting here watching football and chilling out. But, uh, yeah, I, I really – and isn't there word that Cam Jerkins probably isn't going to play either? Yeah, well, look, Cam Jurgens, uh, you know, I, I don't think he's going to play. It's not definite yet, and I guess there's always still a chance, but I don't think he's going to play, no. Yeah, so yeah, Pettit was coming. taking all the first-team reps yeah. and all that, so not, not no, ideal. That's not ideal, but... Why do you, real it. quick, real quick, Justin, before we move on that, why do you think it's Opetta and not Steen again? Because it seemed like, you know, Opetta was struggling, Steen had that one game that's where he was like, I, pretty decent in, and now back to Opetta. Why do you think that is, Elliot? I don't think Steen was was that good in that game. So, well, but right, but Opeta was bad. Opeta was bad, for sure, and they bench Opeta. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what I mean. They bench Opeta. Why do you think it's? Back I mean, it to could Opeta? be maybe he's a veteran and it's a tough environment. They don't want to put uh, you know Steen there. I will say that Seattle's defensive line is better on the interior, I think, than it is on the edge. So it is a rough week to lose Jurgens specifically, and it is crazy when Jurgens hasn't played this year. The offensive line's really yeah, struggled. So not good yeah. news going into yeah, Seattle. All right, go ahead, Justin. Well, I, I, I didn't know like when they knew about Jurgens possibly not going to be playing because if they just kind of figured it out yesterday, maybe they thought. No, okay, I think they've all week. Not, I think all week they, they knew had an week. idea. I mean, he hasn't practiced. Okay. So. Well, if, it, if it's been all week, yeah, it, then they must think Opet is better now than Steen because if it's been all week, you give Steen a week to, to prepare for it. Yeah. You would hope, you know, that, that would be better than just a couple of days or something just popped up, you know, yesterday or whatever. Right. But as far as. Uh, Elliot's music takes. I got a great comp for you. Right. Great comp. It's about like Joe DeCamera's TV and movies. You know, he'll yeah. watch yeah. Dirty Dancing 40 and 50 times in That's the West exactly Wing. Exactly right, but, Justin. So, I, mean, so Elliot, I have often said that Elliot and Joe have some similarities. But, yeah. They're yes. very similar. They are. But you they know are. what? We love them. 
They're all awesome <laughs> That's right. And, they're both uh, wonderful we, human beings. We, we got to lay in with the boys, man, hang in there tight with them and try to, you know, push them and motivate them to expand their horizons a little bit. That's what but, we're doing uh, here, yeah, brother. I, they, yeah. they really, the Eagles really need to come out. I agree with you. I said it in Dallas. I wish they'd have taken the ball. I, I want them to get the ball and just – I don't care if they dink and dunk. I don't care if it's a 75-yard touchdown pass. Or not. I just want to go down and score first, not, not three. Get a touchdown. Because one thing I've not really heard people say, we had it in the red zone against the 49ers twice. Yep. On, on the open, first two drives, we had it on. Dallas we as well. We could have possibly been up 14 nothing. On our opening drive, we could have tied Dallas. No, you're right, Jess. You're right. So go down, get some dead gun points, and get in the ball game and try to win this dead gun thing. So Love anyway, it. that's that's it my thought. Double dead gun. Double dead gun day today, boys. I, anyway, I'm gonna get off here and let y'all go. I love you, boys. I mean. All right, yes, too, buddy. Yeah, I like, we got a dadgum, dadgum. Mm. You know it's a big deal when it's the back of dadgums. Yes. That's beautiful. All right, uh, let's get to the player to watch for tomorrow. Oh, excuse me. For Monday. I'm used to it tomorrow. For Monday. Sponsored by First Trust Bank. First Trust, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Visit firsttrust.com on your local or your local First Trust Bank branch to learn more. Go Birds. Elliot, who's your player to watch tomorrow? I'm Monday. With, uh, with, or Ke- <laughs> with Keely Ringo. Um, oh, oh, oh. I think Keely Ringo's who's going to start with Slay out. Uh, Keely's kind of taken over the backup job from Josh Job. You saw him go in last week when Slay did come out. Obviously had that one snap that was not ideal. Uh, gave up a catch, got a penalty and a face mask. So was not a good one snap for Keely. Um, Keely's a guy that is a great athlete. He's big. I mean, he honestly sometimes looked like he could play linebacker with just like his size. Uh, especially the players they have at linebacker. So I think against a DK Metcalf, you know, n- no corner can match with DK physically. He's probably the best athlete, like Tyree Kill, obviously, too. But just in terms of physical size, DK Metcalf might be the best in the NFL. Keeley is probably one of the corners that has somewhat sim- similar physical abilities as DK. So I think that that match will be, in- will be interesting if that's where he ends up. But the other tough thing is, like, Tyler Lockett, veteran receiver, great route runner. Uh, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, great route runner. I know he's a rookie, but that's what he's known for. And then, obviously, DK's DK. So, huge spot for Keeley. And if he plays well, like, he could be the starter next year. If he goes out and really plays well on Monday night, Slay and Bradbury getting up there. Uh, Bradbury's not had a great year. So, big night for uh, for Keeley on Monday. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to South Philly and talk to Anthony. Yo, Ant. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? Oh, what a pleasure, buddy. How you doing? Same here, pal. Hi, Elliot. How are you, What up, man? Good to hear from you, as always. Thank you. Um, To me, guys, I think it's more important how we win than that we win. Mm. Uh, We've got to change what we're doing on offense. Uh, Elliot, I know you're a stat guy, so let me give you a couple things I've seen here. All right. This year, the Eagles have faced the most two high safety looks in the NFL. Yep. You know know the way to beat that is is to run the ball and go to a short passing game because you're going against it. Run the ball because you're going against a light front. Yep. Uh, this year, uh, last year, I'm sorry, we were plus 41 in explosive plays. This year, we're plus one. This year, yeah, that is, that, say it again, Anthony. Say it again because that last is massive. Year, last year, we were plus 41 in explosive plays. This year, we're plus one. I mean, that's well, obviously it's not the end of the season. That was a full season, but plus 41 yeah. for the season. We're in week and that's 15 on, of the year, and they're plus one. Well, that's right. also on both units for what it's worth. Yeah, that is yeah, wild. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. yes. Um, now, but this is the, the, the statistic about the short passing game, Al. Um, this year, our success rate when we run slants, curls, you know, our shorter passing, we're, success rate is 
fourth and seventh in the league. Yep. But our usage rate running those plays is 27th and 28th. Yeah, and that makes sense. And, Anthony, we've talked about that. Like, again, like, like stop an A.J. Brown slant. Stop it. Like, I would like to see someone stop it. They never run them. Like, it makes exactly. no sense. I would, run, I would run five a game of that play, of that You're one so play. Right, James. You're so well, right. so, so part of this is because of the success they have when they do it, I'd imagine opposing defenses are very much, you know, trying to stop it. Now, to your point about the two high safety, Yes, I agree. If there's two high safeties, like that's where you run the ball and the underneath stuff's available. I do believe they're one of the top teams in the league in rushing attempts. Like, I, they were fifth as but of like a week the, ago. like the push, tush plays and roll. Yeah, that, those, like yeah. Stuff like that those are roll. Yeah, those are so running rushing plays. attempts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it just in terms of like, you know, the short stuff. I agree. There's short stuff underneath that is available, but I don't think that's an offensive philosophy thing. I think that's a like where Jalen's throwing the ball thing. So if if you want to say to me, don't take as many deep shots down the field. I look. I understand wanting to throw it to AJ Brown deep, but you're right. Like if the guy's open underneath, you got to do it. I just don't think it's a scheme or a play calling thing. I think it's a where Jalen's going with the ball thing. You're 100% right. Listen, when you're going against the two high safeties, L, you're throwing in the double coverage a lot. No, but, but it, yeah, I agree. It. No, I agree with that. But I also think it's important to mention here, I mean, they are one of the best offenses in the league. So while they need to be better and they've struggled the last two weeks, this isn't like it's not week 14 and they're averaging 18 points. You know, I mean, like they they have moved the no, ball no. a ton this year. Yeah, but it has know. been a month outside of yeah. the second half against the Bills. It's been a month since they've looked good. Yeah, they played yeah. top five defenses each of the last no, four. They have, they have, but it's still when we watch them, they don't look good. And yeah. that's all we can judge yep. them. You know, our, offense is, uh, our offense has disappeared for whole quarters in yeah. games this yeah. season. You know yeah. that. Uh, and they and struggled to convert at the defenses. end. Yeah. What? No, Anthony, great call. As always, Thanks, my buddy. friend. Keep them coming. It's always a pleasure. Good call. So I was talking to someone about this the other day. I think it's an interesting perspective on the on the offense, or just the Eagles in general. And I'm curious for your perspective on this, actually, because I don't get a chance. On Sundays, I'm working all day, like mm-hmm. a pregame, postgame, Eagles game, all that. Do you think that sometimes, like, so Anthony said the offense disappears for quarters at a time. And I don't disagree. But do you think that because, like, nowadays you basically just watch red zone instead of full games, our perception of how other offenses score and how consistent they are is warped? I think that happens no matter what. I think we get myopic watching the Eagles and focusing on the Eagles and the problems the Eagles have. We we don't think that, like, yeah, most teams are worse at that or have bigger problems. Exactly. When he says the offense disappears for quarters, that happens for all offenses. It does, but but I think, like— I think it happens for most offenses. I don't think it happens for all offenses. I think the best of the best don't. And I think that the Eagles offense was in that and has been in that category and can be, and talent-wise certainly is. I just think that, that look, even if you take the first, uh, whatever, you know, eight games of the season versus the last four, first nine versus the last four, whatever it is, like, even then it looks different, right? Like, we know that the offense moved the ball better, looked better, looked more consistent over those first nine as opposed to the last four. So I think that uh, I think the last month or so outside of that having against Buffalo is, is maybe skewing how people feel, but it is how it's looked the last month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's why I think Monday night's so big because now you're going up against a, a, a team on Monday night in a defense that you should be able to move the ball on. Like, we're going to find out if this is, like, a functioning problem where things are just broken right now or if it is tough schedule, tough defenses, tired, those type of things. 215-592-9494. If you're on the line now, I see your names. I'm going to get to every single one of you. Still have some room for calls if you want to get in. 215-592-9494. Uh, 40 more minutes for us to go as we uh, take the temperature. Where are you at with this Eagles team? 
right now. Go Birds listeners, get it now. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds right here from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. Don't go anywhere. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only sports betting, bet, betting app that I recommend. Why? Because it's safe, secure, and it's easy. Live betting, props, parlays, teasers, and much more. Bet more than the score. Bet individual player performances for points, rebounds, assists, and more in pro hoops. Bet touchdowns, passing and rushing yards, interceptions, and much more in pro football. Live bet all your favorite sports on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. The Sportsbook app is for the real Philly sports fan. Why? Because you can bet as you watch. And today there's a ton of football to bet. Three pro football games going on. Pittsburgh, a 1.5-point road underdog at Indianapolis. Cincinnati, you can live bet that game right now against Minnesota. Detroit, a 4.5-point favorite home at home against Denver. Monday night, the Birds are a three-point road favorite at Seattle, and the over-under total is 47.5 points. Join me and download the Bet Park Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbooks bets back. It must be a winning bet, and the bonus bets must be wagered once. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Look at you. I make a comment. We get new music. Look at this. Great work. You're good te- song. You, it is a good song. You know this one. Definitely have heard wow. it. Wow. For sure. <laughs> I've definitely heard it. You know who sings it? I can't off the top of my head, but I, I have definitely <laughs> heard it a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, so you don't know that one. No. No. Who is it? It's Biggie. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah. that. <laughs> I'm bad at you guessing. You sure you're things not recognizing it from Hamilton because he does I'm the, sure, the yeah. 10 dual yeah, commandments? Yeah. In, in, oh, in yeah. Hamilton. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. bad. I'm bad on the spot with things like that. I get nervous. That it'll sound like you could if I just, don't know it. I, I think you threw a few extra words in there. It's, I'm bad at this. No, yeah. I'm bad at guessing things. Yeah, like in the moment, it's just too much pressure of like, I'll sound like a loser if I don't know. Well, I think you accomplished that. Anyway, yeah, I know. So. That's why I'm, I had to be honest and say it. <laughs> One five five nine two ninety four nine four. It's good work by you, Ben Kenny, back in the studio. Little ten crack commandments can't go wrong there. Uh, all right, we're talking birds as we. Uh, 
Try and pick up the pieces. <laughs> a couple of rough weeks. Of a ten and three team. Yeah, it's a ten and three team. Now Darius Slay's out for the week. Jalen Hurts is sick, missing practice. Well, some good news. Uh, according to Tim McManus of ESPN. Shout out to my guy T Mac, who we uh, saw on our way back. We had we a nice did. little hang with uh, T Mac, getting on the plane. Always fun. Me my and Tim guy. end up on a lot of the same flights. I freaking flights. love him. He's one of my favorite people. Anyway, um, so. Avante Maddox, according to Tim, is going to have his practice window opened up. Uh, now, obviously, he's not going to play on Monday. But, wow. Yeah, so interesting side note here. Sirianni had his number on the visor, which, you know, yeah, usually normally like means dunzy. it's done. Yeah. So, you know, rough season for the visor as well. But, it, it, I mean, getting Avante back, if he comes back and he's healthy and he plays at the level he can play, I mean, it's huge for this team. Oh he, my he's goodness. one of the best nickel corners in the NFL. When Losing he him plays. mattered so much. It and really we set talk, off. We talked yeah. so much about the secondary, what a problem it is, and it's all since Maddox went down. Yep, because they tried briefly to move Bradbury yeah. in there. That didn't work, so now Bradbury's back outside. So, you know, just in time for the playoffs. But, yeah, Avante coming back, if they get – they go into the playoffs with a fully healthy Avante, Darius Slay, and Bradbury. I mean, that's a guy that and could be a game changer. Yeah, it could be a game changer. It could be a change the whole fate of their season. Two on five, five, nine, two, nine, four, nine, four. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Philly and talk to John. Hey, John, thanks for hanging, brother. What's going on, fellas? What up, John? How's it going? Nice to get some bonus Elliot and James this week on the morning show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so uh, nice to hear that because I was worried people were going to be like, again? Yeah. Again? More? <laughs> I was through my days off. But, um, yeah, a couple things uh, you guys opened the show with, and, and I don't know why more people don't look at it this way, the fumble drill they did in practice. How does anybody know that Jalen didn't lead that and say, hey, guys, totally. we need to do this? Everything totally. he's done as a leader. It's a great point, John. And they do it every practice. Like, I, I think this is such a perfect example of how when things are going poorly, like, every little single thing is going to be scrutinized, and especially nationally. But it's, it's absurd. It's a, it's a fumble drill that they're going through to work on an issue that they do all the time. So, yeah, it's just a silly thing. Yeah, so I, I think the whole season, and I know the sky's not falling. I mean, you look at the, the Dallas. Last year we were so good in the second quarter. That's been different this year for whatever yeah. reason. But, yes, yeah. teams are going to prepare for it. But you lose – you have a third-year coach and you lose two coordinators. I mean, look at what happened in Kansas City with the enemy gone. I, it, it's just not going to be the same. And teams don't often get back to this position after losing the Super Bowl. So to be 10-3 and three right now is still pretty impressive. John, um, John in, in I, all, I think you hit on some – like when it – Coming into the season, because I was obviously super confident, I predicted they win the Super Bowl before the season, all that. But I kept saying, like, if of all the stuff that people are talking about, the schedule, which proved to be real too, and this and that, whatever, the thing that I was most concerned about, John, was exactly what you hit on. Was like, hey, man, it's really tough to lose both coordinators. And that's something that I'm probably not giving enough credence to. And look, they're 10-3 and three without well, them. I, I but I do say. think, John, to your point, I think it is, it is I, like, it, it's hard to do that right and i i don't think the biggest problem with this team is the coordinators but what's crazy is if they just turn it over half as many times i think things look a lot a lot different but overall like coming into this year the task was always going to be harder for this team and these coordinators than it was for last year's team and last last year's coordinator so for them to be where they are i know the last two games skew the results but before the year everybody would have taken 10 and 3 after 13 games absolutely it's just a matter of where they fell and I think Anthony touched on it. I, I hope I'm not, a, you know, I'm not trying to plug him, but Shane Haas, who does some reporting, put out some really good videos about breakdowns where Eagles succeed, but they're not running the plays, screen passes between the numbers. If anybody on Twitter, it, really good, you know, explanation for some things. Mm -hmm. What I really want to see, not worth, you know, talking about coaches or players' fault. This week, I just want to see some creativity. A couple of weeks ago, we had a play where they ran AJ Brown in motion. They scored a touchdown off of it one way. They scored a touchdown off it to another guy the other way. I can't remember who it was. 
They had a rollout with Jack Stoll a couple Stoll, weeks ago. Yeah, that was like it got it down to like the two or the three. It was like if, if inside the five, like that was a great play call. John, I'm with just, you. You know, these guys learn how to run a pick play the right way. And the things that people do seemingly easy, just show some creativity. And I also think you guys talked about the receivers in Seattle. They got a heck of a running game with Kenneth Walker back. So I really like to see us bounce back and stop the run. I don't care if we win ugly this week. Let the style points come the next couple weeks. You get out of Seattle on a Monday night with a win. Totally. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Hey, John, outstanding call. Keep him coming. And, yes, like just win the game, get your confidence back, and build from there. I do think, though, and this is something that I brought up a bunch of times to his point about the, the offense and stuff. And, look, I, you know, I know that I'm sure if Nick Sirianni and Brian Johnson are listening and they're like, guys, like, he, you don't really understand. Right. But, like, I do, like, to just if you're boiling it down on a very basic level, the – like, when I watch the Eagles play, it's so rare that I'm like, that was a really cool play call. Like, oh, wow, like, that that was creative. Like, look at look at how you scheme that guy open. Or, oh, look at that. Like, it just doesn't happen that often. When I watch, like, whether it's the Dolphins or whether it's Niners or whoever these, these you know, high-end offensive coaches, like, you know, multiple times a game, I'm like, oh, look what they did there. I mean, when the Eagles played the Niners, like George Kittle play, there were multiple plays where, like, oh, look what they did there. That was that was really clever. I just don't feel that when I'm watching the Eagles, and it's rudimentary, and it's a very silly way to to base it. And I'm not saying the whole offense is screwed because of it, but it doesn't feel clever and creative all the time like it does with other offenses. Well, there was the trick punt, which was great, <laughs> and it's not often I loved yeah. it. Yeah, um, I mean, you Michael know. Clay, coordinator right. of the year. Yeah, yeah, Michael Clay's done an awesome job. So I would think, you know, to that point, I agree that there have not been, you know, a ton of plays this year where like, wow, what, you know, what, 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 a, what a play, right? But I do think when you have the talent the Eagles have, there's just not as much of a need for it. That doesn't mean you don't have to do it, but this team is putting up points. In the last weeks, they have not. And I, so I get that's why the offense comes under, under criticism. But they've been one of the best off, probably the top three offenses in the league over the last year and a half. And so I, I just... I'm not as concerned as other people. I get your point that there's not, like, wow plays all the time, but they score a ton of points. Let's go to Glenside and talk to our guy, Matt, a real one. What up, Matty? Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Matt? How's it going? Man, you know, I agree with James. This whole thing is, like, I don't need to see them do, like, flea flickers or, like, double end arounds or, you know, clap and have the O-line clap their hands and spin around before they come up to the line. Which should be illegal, by the way. (laughs) Everyone's but, so mad at the tush push. I think that little ring around the rosy thing should be illegal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Elliot. I, I, I don't get what it is that you're not seeing that everybody else appears to be seeing. I mean, caller after caller after caller continues yeah. to say like we're the most predictable offense, and I understand that statistically that that we are kind of just as good as last year. But quite honestly, I, I think the argument to be made is that. We are just as good as last year, almost despite the fact that these call, the play calls are so, you know, you know, to take a turn from James High School Harry. I mean, they're I just, straight I, they're, they're, they're like, it's not a high school offense. If it was a high school offense, they would never score. Like, they, you, I, I, not look, if, if we if we want if we want to say SF Joiner that SF SF Joiner. I have a ton of respect. I have a ton of respect for Seth Joiner. He obviously is a legend in this city. But I just don't think if it was a high school offense, like just think about that, Matt. Right? If they were running the same offense that a high school runs, do you really think they right. would be scoring as many points as Obviously, they are? Obviously, you're being yeah, exact because we a have literalist. we have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and Jalen Hurts. I just don't think that's enough. Like, there's the great league. players on the defenses as well. Like, they have great players on offense. 
I just I don't think their offense is as simplistic as people make it out to be. If it was so simplistic, it would get stopped. I mean, look, I, look. They have great players. Elliot, like they but have other guys, offenses Elliot, have guys, great players. But, but guys beat guys. A.J. Brown beats guys. Devontae Smith beats guys. Yeah. Dallas Goddard beats guys. So, like, Jalen exactly. Hurts makes things happen. The point Jaylen is, is I think what Matt's trying to say is that with the amount of talent that they have, the offense is not enhancing these guys in any way. You're just getting they, what the talent gets they you. They all had career you're years not last exactly. year. Last year, adjust, change. The NFL figured out what you're doing. Like, well, they played you differently. Like, do something different. I, Be creative. I, I don't know. Here's, I just Here's disagree. my concern. I, I know, Elliot, I know you disagree. And, yeah. But you're the minority here. You're the minority here. Right? Everybody's with us. My, yeah. my concern is that it, it kind of falls back to Sirianni's reluctance to change. Now, I know we're going off of a story from JG, who's no longer here, but he seemed to suggest that Sirianni was reluctant to give a play calling. It was only after whatever mm -hmm. that, you know, they, they pressured him to giving it to Steichen. And everything that Sirianni's been saying, you hear more from him than we do. But my impression is that he's just like, well, we just need to execute better. You know, yeah, I think that is he's how not they really feel. giving me the indication that he's willing to try anything different. And, that's, that's and especially because, Matt, like that's the NFL, right? Like we know every year coaches have to adapt and be different. That's what has made Andy so great is every year Andy's done, go, he finishes the year and he's like, all right, what's, college, what's happening in college? Oh, what are they doing? How are people going to change to what we're doing? And it comes with different stuff. Like, like you can't just exactly. roll out there and be like, this is my system. This is what I we just do. Think it's, it's like I think, Chip kelly -esque. I think you guys are being naive to yeah. think that there's been no adjustments. I'm not saying there's no adjustments. The point is, is it doesn't feel like there have been major adjustments. Because I don't think there's major yeah. adjustments. Adjustments needed, but but the well, results are in yeah, the last I mean, two weeks have been very bad. I agree. The last two weeks, bad. the last month. But then how, I just look. I, I know you guys don't not, like to hear the stats, but like the stats are an indication of where they are compared to the rest of the league. And look, I'm not here to disagree with you about the stats. I'm here to tell you what I see and what everybody else sees, and what we see is a flat product, and the results of that uh, of this system are only because of the talent that we have on offense. Matt. And it's, it's nothing else. Yeah, great call, man. And and I I, I, I generally agree. I generally agree with like for the for the heart of it. Like obviously they're, you know, I think they're doing more than it's not just a simple nothing offense, but I don't think they're doing enough to be creative to to add new wrinkles each week to change up the way things look to to adjust to the opponent you're playing to all these things. Like it just feels blah. It does. And when you watch them, like like I've said, like not only do you never watch and be like that. Wow, what a play call. That was fun. Like, you not, not only do you never do that, you never watch and be like, oh, this is easy. Look at that. They're in a rhythm. They're moving. Like, other well, than the second half against Buffalo, like, it, it feels like it's pulling teeth for this offense to move the football. I, like, I don't care what the numbers say. It feels, it feels hard, man. But, like, against Dallas, they go right down the field and they fumble the ball. So, like, they are moving the ball. The that fumbles. was one drive. Yeah, it was the first drive of the game. They go cool. right down. Okay. What, what about the they, rest they of them? They did it in the – They scored six Devante, points on offense. Right. Devontae fumbled it at the seven. Six points So, on how offense. do you think they got to the seven-yard line? Six points. Right. How do you think they got to the seven-yard line? Even then, it feels like, all right, uh, run for a yard, run for two, eight-yard, 12-yard completion, cool. Then you'll get a first down, but then it's like, oh, you get knocked back, and then they a long play to get. Like, it never feels like five, seven, two, four, eight, 15. Like, it doesn't feel rhythm. It doesn't feel like they are matriculating right. the ball down the field. It feels like 
like a few plays that work here and there. It never feels like it's like boom, 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 like it used to. It used to feel that way. You used to watch this offense and they just just impose their will and move a ball down a field. We've not had that in over a month where it yeah. felt like they could just impose their will and, and walk a ball down the field with some runs and throws. Like, yeah, there's no question they've played great defenses too. Like that's part of it. It that, is. That matters. Yeah. It matters. I just think that, that from a creativity perspective, I want to see more. 215-592-9494. One more segment for us to go. We'll get to as many calls as we can. It's Go Birds Radio, and let's talk about our friends at Window Nation. Winter may seem like it's a strange time to replace your windows in your home, but with Window Nation, today is actually the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering, get this, 50% off all window styles, plus you could even get 0% interest for five years. Yes, 0% interest for five years with new energy efficient windows from Window Nation. You'll start saving money instantly on your heating bills and get rid of those annoying cold drafts that are letting your heat out. And in the summer, they'll keep that cool AC in so you'll save money all year long. Plus, Window Nation's professional insulation means your windows will fit right and your home will be treated with care with 50% off. Yes, 50% off. All window styles and zero interest for five years. It's time to give Window Nation a look today. Let them show you all the options to fit your needs and budget. It's easy. It's simple. Simply call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to get started again. That's 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Go Bird sent you. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino. Great job by Ben Kenny. See, unlike Elliot, he is not averse to change. He is willing to change what he does and mix things up, which you know makes you a better human. Unlike Elliot, I like listening to the songs. I yes, like. Yes, you do. You yes. do. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Rob Bell is coming up at the top of the hour. Let's get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Let's go to Tacony and talk to Mike. Hey, Michael. Oh, what's up, James? What's up? Uh, How you doing, pal? ESP. What up, Mike? I'm How's doing it going? good, brother. Oh, um, Mike, hey guys, is that you? Uh, hey, you doing, buddy? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's me. man. How you been? <laughs> I'm good, brother. Hey, you know what? Going into the season, I mean, you and I talked about it, Seltzer, where I, I honestly believe we were going to be a 14-3 and three season, uh, 14 and three team. Um, we talked about how, you know, there's that rough stretch. I thought we'd be undefeated going into the bye week, and I knew we'd lose one here and there. But going into this rough stretch, I thought the Seahawks could be a difficult game. Um I'm kind of worried about it, but at the same time, I think they have maybe a course correction, you know, after getting blown out the last two games. So I'm less worried about it. But uh, well, the uh, tough man, thing is like, Seattle. Seattle's a desperate team too. Seattle, I think, exactly. has lost four in a row. Um, still in the playoff picture. So I mean, they're they're going to a Seattle team that definitely has a lot. You could argue more to play for than the Eagles. I think the Eagles are more. You know, an emotional need here. Like, they can I, still I think be the. Also, I think the Eagles have more to play for in the sense that, like, Seattle's not winning a Super Bowl this Agreed, year. Like, yeah. the Eagles have more to play for yeah. in reality. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, they're. I mean, we got to be realistic here. I mean, like, we have the hardest schedule in the league by far. I mean, I, I mean, Cowboys have, what, the fifth hardest team, or uh, the fifth hardest schedule. And to be where we're at right now 
we're right on track to where we need to be. It's just getting tuned up and getting hot at the right time going into mm-hmm. the playoffs. That's what I'm thinking. Well, right. they have the schedule to make it happen. I mean, those last three games are really games where, you know, you can you should win those games by a lot. Like, if they get to be clicking on all cylinders, like it, the Giants in Arizona have two of the worst defenses in the NFL. So it's a chance to get right heading into the playoffs. But, again, nothing's a gimme, right? No, nothing's a gimme. I mean, I think I think they're definitely going to win those three, uh, you know. I just think they're they're yeah, way better think, than those teams, but I believe we're right on track. I believe we're right on track to be fourteen and three. That's what I yeah. thought going into this season. So I'm not overreacting. Well, other... I mean, I did get a little worried, but well, the other you know, thing, the Mike. Sorry. Time, it is. Yeah, well, yeah, but to I'm your sorry. point, no, 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 to your point, and sorry to interrupt. Like, if you'd have told me before the other going to be fourteen and three, I would have felt really, really, really good about their chances of being the one seed. So the fact that Absolutely. they're going to go fourteen and three and you know probably be the two seed really speaks to. Now, look, they lost to the Niners, so that's on them. Like, they lost that tiebreaker. But most years, three losses get you the get you the one seed. Yeah, well, remember last year they had to they had to win that 14th yeah. game to actually get the one seed. Mike, you're doing good, brother. we got to hang soon, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Love you, buddy. Uh, Always a pleasure. The other thing, I love you too, brother. I really yeah, do. Yeah, what else I you got? You so well. uh, the only thing aside from that, I'm like, I'm actually more impressed with this team this year over last year because the schedule is so much harder. Yep. And I think we're – we're missing the forest because of the trees, basically. Yeah, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's certainly possible. I think it's just going to ultimately come down to how long they can actually. They need playoff success for it. To, I mean, that's what it'll come down to. Mike, always a pleasure, brother. Great to talk to you. That's my guy, Mike. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they have to win in the playoffs. Yeah, clearly. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that, that'll. But it'll be, you know, this is an offseason topic. But if it doesn't end in a Super Bowl, I'll just be curious to see what the changes are. Because obviously. You know, 99% you're not getting rid of Nick. Jalen's not going anywhere. Uh, I'd be very surprised if they moved on from the coordinator. So, like, I just – I wonder if they'll just run it back, like what it'll they, be. I think they probably will. Yeah. But, again, let, let's hope they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's a different discussion. All right, let's get one more call in here before we get out of here. Let's go to Villanova and talk to Albert. Hey, Albert. Hey, James. Hey, Elliot. How you guys doing? What up, Albert? How's it going? Doing good. Uh, Elliot, I actually want to push back a little bit against what you're you're saying that the the stats show that the Eagles don't necessarily need to make any change any mm-hmm. changes. What about the point differential? Their point so, differential is only plus twenty one. Yeah, I brought year. that so up this week too, Albert. Because yeah, that is a, and look, I don't think point differential tells the whole story. But uh, what I saw, uh, I brought up this stat to Elliot earlier in the week that uh, there have been a hundred and six teams that were 10 and 3 or mm-hmm. better at this point in the season and the Eagles plus 21 uh, uh, point differential uh, is 103rd out of 106. So to your point Albert like this is pretty much historically rare for a team to have this good a record and that small point. Well, so I agree what they're doing is historically rare. Like when you look at the fact that they're coming off losing the Super Bowl and they're sitting at 10 and 3, I would guess that of those 106 teams, I, I can't say for sure, but I would guess maybe a handful of them were coming off of losing a Super Bowl when you consider how hard it is to go back. I just think point differential to me is such a stat based off of who you're playing. Like, they've played super tough opponents. And even earlier in the year, when I know they played the Patriots, who are bad now, but they played the Patriots week one in the rain, fully healthy. Like, they get Minnesota on a short week. So I'm not saying they don't need to play better. They clearly need to play better. But the point differential to me is not really an indication of how good they are because I think they've played very tough teams who you're not expected to blow out. Well, there's just such a vast difference because the Niners and Cowboys are, like, both plus 150. So it's not only 
what the stats are saying. Yeah. It's also what we saw the last two weeks, which is just not acceptable. I and agree Eagles, the last right two weeks are bad. Yeah. They're setting themselves up to like lose to an inferior team, which is also why they absolutely need to buy because you can't you can't risk getting well, upset. I, I like think that. if they, exactly if they lose to an inferior team, it'll be because of the turnovers. Well, it's not again. I think your thing with the turnovers, you you make it out like the turnovers are the only problem with this team. That's not the only problem. Not the only team. problem. It's the main problem. In, in your mind, it's the main yeah. problem. I would sit here and tell you that the defense can't stop a nosebleed, especially yeah. when it matters. Like, that's a bigger problem to me, or as big a problem, or whatever you want to say. So, like, I think you make it too simple when you're like, well, if they just don't turn the ball over, I think you're going too far with that. Like, they have looked bad outside of turnovers. Like, they have not been a good football team the last few weeks. Like, you Yeah, have the to last two it. weeks, I agree, for sure. And again, to Albert's point, like, the team we've seen the last few weeks, and with the injuries and the way it's trended, like, that team could lose to bad teams. I would be surprised, but yes, I guess anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, would you would you be surprised if they lost to like the Falcons At in the playoffs? Point, no, you like, wouldn't be surprised if they lost to the Falcons it, in look, the playoffs. Look, look, look. The way this is shaking out, if I the team we've seen the last two weeks, no, I know. Okay. Obviously, like again, if the, to play the Falcons, that means they lost one of the Giants. Probably that means they won. Right. Like, so like, we'll have seen it play out that way. Where I think yes, if it ends up playing out in the season where they lose to the Falcons, we'll all be like, well, yeah, that's kind of how the season trended. You know, like, of course we'll be surprised earlier in right. the year, but I'm saying right now the way it's trending, and I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think the way it's trending, it's not crazy to say that they could lose to anybody. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I disagree. But, you know, this is this is what, uh, this is Albert, what podcasting is for. Albert, you gave it a for. noble, a valiant yeah. effort there, and I appreciate your attempt, my friend. Thank you. Keep them coming. Good, right? Good call, man. Call again. All right. Uh, it just, it. It can't end with them losing to the Falcons. I I, I don't think yeah. it's going to. I'm not right. predicting that. I'm not expecting that. I'm just saying that to the the point being that if they end up playing the Falcons, it means that you're going to have a lot less faith in this team by the time they play the Falcons because right. I of get what that. happened yeah. to progress to that point. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who called in today. We literally could not do the show without you. Can't tell you much. We appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Danny Ryan, as always, just crushing it on site. Ben Kenny, a.k.a. a young lad willing to change in this world, unlike <laughs> others. I appreciate him. Great, great job, as always, back in the studio. And, again, uh, uh, thank you to the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. Rob Ellis is coming up next. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP. The Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook booking app that I use and recommend. Safe, secure, and easy to use with live betting, props, parlays, and teasers. Bet more than the score. Bet individual player performances for points, rebounds, assists, and more in pro hoops. Bet touchdowns, passing and rushing yards, interceptions, and more in pro football. Live bet all your favorite sports on the Bet Park Sportsbook app, the sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fan. Bet as you watch, and there are three pro football games happening today that you can bet on. Pittsburgh, a one-and-a-half-point road underdog at Indianapolis. Cincinnati, you can live bet them right now against Minnesota. And Detroit is a four-and-a-half-point favorite hosting Denver. Monday night, the Birds are a three-point favorite at Seattle, and the over-under total is 47-and-a-half points. Join me and download the Bet Park Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once.